Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Brett Keen from God TV Radio. I hope you're all having a blessed day. I hope you're all looking forward to Christmas and New Year's Eve. A lot of really cool things going to happen for the Keen in 23. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. Today I thought about talking about Genesis and Adam and Eve and giving a different perspective or interpretation that I have of the story. And I got this inspiration from actually watching a movie called Pleasantville. But I think a lot of Christians and a lot of non-believers might actually find this interpretation very fascinating. As many of you know, when some Christians actually sit down and read the Bible, the story of Genesis, we get this idea that Adam and Eve were two innocent people who lived in a garden and were convinced by a talking, walking serpent who was the manifestation of the devil. Some people might interpret it as Lilith, the first wife of Adam, returned and tricking the woman in order to cause corruption, death, and sin in the world. But what if I were to tell you that this is kind of a shallow perspective of Adam and Eve and the tree and their innocence and all this, what if there was a lot more to it? We know for a fact that God knows everything, so God would have known how everything was going to turn out. We know for a fact that the moment that Adam and Eve actually ate from the tree, they didn't in fact die like the Bible said they were going to die, that they were, this day you shall die. Now, usually when people read that passage, they get the idea that this meant that in the very second that they ate from the tree, they were going to die. And we have this perspective of death as if you die, then you fall down, you holding your chest or clutching your body going, oh, and, and falling over. I would have the perspective that they did in fact die in a way. There's two forms of death in the Bible. Although for atheists, there's only one idea or concept of death, for Christians and people who believe in the afterlife, whether you're a pagan or Muslim or Jew, you believe that there's this death, and then there's the judgment, and then what is referred to as the second death, where you're completely, your soul is basically deteriorating, it's being wiped out, almost a form of annihilationism, and some part of you is left to be tormented. I personally believe the soul will be completely wiped out, where others believe that it's an eternal punishment that lasts forever and ever and ever. We can get into that discussion some other time. I've talked about that on my old um, version of God TV radio show, and that seemed to bother some people. Other people, they accepted it. But let's get into it. With every curse comes a blessing, and with every blessing comes a curse. I believe that. And I believe that God didn't intend on harming Adam and Eve and what Adam and Eve did wasn't exactly some form of terrible evil or horribleness either. And I'll explain why. When I watched a, this film, Pleasantville, I'm going to have to give you a little bit of spoilers in order to give you an idea where I'm going with this. But you have Toby Maguire and this other young lady. I forget what her name is. They're brother and sister. 
And Toby McGuire is a young man who's having problems in his life. And he likes to, after school, sit down on his couch and watch a television show called Pleasantville. And Pleasantville represents the perfect world where moms and dads don't divorce, where families don't fight, where there's no dysfunction in the world whatsoever. There's just simply black and white. The shows are 1950 to 1920-ish looking, and everybody's all clean and proper. There's no one who's obese or fat. Everyone looks like they belong in a modeling magazine. Just the way when you watch Leave it to Beaver or I Love Lucy or anything like that. And the kid, of course, wishes that the world was perfect like that. He's even got to the point where he watches the show so much he can remember the lines from the reruns that are going on. Beautiful houses with fenced-in yard, the lawn is always mowed, and everybody is loving towards one another. If you basically, if you have a problem, your neighbor will give you what you need in order to survive. Everybody looks out for each other in Pleasantville. And in Pleasantville, there's no such thing as losing. If you play a basketball game, no matter what direction you throw the ball, somehow it's going to swish. It's going to go right through the hole. The point is, is that the show was designed for the perfect family, the perfect neighbors, the perfect world, where nobody suffers, nobody gets scratched, nobody gets cut. Well, this is the same type of world that God made in the beginning. A lot of atheists ask, well, why didn't God just create the world this way in the, right off the bat? Which tells me that they don't remember the story of Genesis. They say they read the Bible, Christians say they read the Bible, but the point is, is that God did actually create the Leave it to Beaver world. He did create this goodness and this perfection that had no corruption or nothing bad happening whatsoever. But God did just like the TV guy in Pleasantville. Somewhere along the time in the movie, you got these two kids living in the modern day who are seeing it is very clear to you right off the bat whenever you're watching that these kids when they're in a classroom they're talking about the modern problem problems of the world such as climate control diseases sicknesses hiv they're talking about all the kind of things that humans worry about nowadays in modern time and toby mcguire can't stand it he hates living in the world that he does with all the dangers, all the sicknesses, all the pain and suffering. So he constantly envisions himself in that perfect world, the same world that God talks about in the Bible that he originally created for all mankind. Well, what ends up happening is him and his sister end up fighting over the remote control and it ends up getting broken in the process. He gets a knock at the door immediately without making any phone calls or doing anything. A TV repairman knocks on the door. Now, they never tell you who this TV repairman is, but they give you these hints that the TV repairman might actually be God. It's an old man who played on an old show called Andy Griffith, and at this time, he's like 70, 80 years old. And he gives... 
Mr. Toby McGuire a special remote control and doesn't exactly give him the instructions on anything about the remote control. He just says, if you point it at your television, it'll work. So Toby and his sister, after the TV repairman leaves, he flips around the channels and all that. And the next thing he knows, him and his sister's fighting over the remote again. And they appear inside the Pleasantville. What's fascinating about this story is they immediately find themselves shocked. Even though the boy always wanted the idea of living in that perfect world, now that he found himself in it, he was terrified. He was scared. He actually wanted to get out of there as quickly as possible. He didn't want to be trapped in the television show. He didn't want to be in there. And his sister, she didn't even care for the perfect world in the first place. She just wanted to make the world what she wanted it to be the whole time. She was actually kind of happy with herself in the modern world. She wasn't interested in living in the Leave it to Beaver style uh, conversion. Well, in the movie, it's uh, in the television show that they're existing within, everything is black and white. Nothing has any actual meaning. Color doesn't have purpose. So everything remains black and white, including them. Well, throughout the story, they continuously, Toby McGuire seems very concerned about doing different routine things, like doing things that he would normally do in this world because he was afraid that he would destroy the universe, that he would corrupt it. He didn't want to bring his flaws and imperfections, so he tried to watch out what he said, what he taught the people while he was there. However, the girl didn't have the same morals and ethics. She didn't give a damn if she changed the world or not. And she ends up immediately making a lot of decisions and choices that change everything. And she doesn't see any negativity in it at all. She actually figures, well, I'm in paradise, so I should be able to do whatever I want. And she does. Well, unfortunately, because Toby McGuire wants to help people so badly and make people happy, he ends up sharing a lot of information and knowledge that he shouldn't have. And the knowledge ends up making these people realize that they're not stuck, they're not in a subroutine, that they could make choices. And this is exactly what God did in the book of Genesis. It wasn't so much that it was a sin or an evil thing to do, the entire concept of what Adam and Eve did was they went against the grain. God told them not to do something, and they did it. It wasn't so much about it being a tree, or if it's an apple, or a banana, or a fruit. It was about something that symbolized knowledge and the ability to choose against what God wants for you. Now, I know some people out there are going to find that unusual. How can you do something outside of God's will or what God wants? And I believe that God actually wanted us to realize that we had the choice, but God wasn't going to endorse all of our choices. God wanted us to be happy. He wanted us to be able to have good things in our life, but he also wanted us to be able to make decisions on ourselves and be independent where we weren't where he wasn't required to hold our hand and guide us through every subroutine where we could choose to do things that we wanted to do but it would come with a price it would come with a consequence 
The more and more Toby Maguire and his sister continued to change the world that they were in, the more color and meaning and purpose started to happen into existence. You started seeing the black and white show becoming more and more like the modern time. You started seeing people become racist. People started becoming angry. People started getting mad at the idea that their world was changing for something that they didn't want. Some people were happy with the way the world was, but other people wanted it to go back to the perfect world that it used to be. And Toby Maguire said something interesting while he was in a jail when he was in a jail cell after constantly breaking the laws of the town his black and white father said to him what is I don't understand what's going on I don't understand what's happening with my life and Toby Maguire said it's normal people are just simply changing it's what happens. It's natural for people to change. And the father asked a really interesting question. He said, is it possible to change back? And Toby Maguire said, I think it's harder to change back, to unchange what has happened. Once you get the ball rolling, there's no taking it back. And that's what Jesus Christ offers later on in the story. The people are given the opportunity once again. They're faced with a choice. They're faced with the choice to either accept doing as God tells them to and follow God or continue to live their choices. But ultimately, the choices are going to end in people dying. People are going to suffer and people are going to be in pain because the world will unravel. It will become unstable. Because humanity has so many flaws and imperfections, and you put this abundance of problems on top of more problems of every soul that exists in the world, well, your world starts getting really clouded and strange and confusing. And the movie Pleasantville, it ended up getting to the point where the entire world became like modern times again. And everybody seemed happy. Everybody realized there was a lesson to be learned. At the end of it all, everybody went their separate ways and just learned how to live in the new world that they found themselves in. And things were not quite as black and white as they assumed. And that's the same with the Bible. It's not so much just about a sin or disobeying God. It's about a choice that you'll make that will take your existence down a different hallway that it could have never even been. Had it not been for them changing the black and white world, there would have never been sex. There would have never been babies. There would have never been rock and roll, color, none of these things. Everything would have remained a subroutine. So if you enjoy all the things that you see in life, if there are things in your world that bring you joy and bring you happiness, it's because of choices that people have made. But with those choices and with that happiness, in order to be able to feel happiness, in order to feel good, you also have to have the ability to feel pain and what it's like to lose. You will not be able to win them all. And not every basket will be a shot. 
I found it amazing, and I think that any atheist or religious person who sits down and remembers their concept of Genesis and the tree and, you know, the fall of man and all this, and you watch Pleasantville, it'll actually bring you a sort of peace and a sort of contentment, and you'll realize that God wasn't just punishing us, that he wasn't just trying to hurt us for a decision that we made against him, but he also gave us a blessing. He offered us the ability to experience the world as he does, to be able to open our eyes like God and be able to see things for what they are and be able to create ourself and be able to build and enhance reality as we go along every day, every minute, every hour. And that's what life is, ladies and gentlemen. It's living through this reality and this existence and we can either go out of this world enhancing and bringing good to it and color, or we can be the very thing that never changes and everything can remain black and white. It really depends on your perspective of what makes you happy and what brings you contentment and bliss. I hope you enjoyed this video. It's uh, Pleasantville has got to be one of the most fascinating movies I've ever seen in my life. It's an older one, and I can't believe after all the many times people told me I should watch it and see it, I finally just got around to seeing it this year. After all these years that it's been around, this was the first time I sat down with my wife and kids and actually watched it. Now, God bless.